Welcome to the Dear Single Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Clarence. Come on in. Let's have some good old mom chat where we will laugh, cry, and maybe even sing together. In this podcast, we will be discussing dating God's way, sex, yes, even sex, and how to abstain while single, entrepreneurship, co-parenting, and many other topics. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Single Mom. I am your host, Clarion Brown, and I am super, super duper excited um, about this episode, as I am always excited about all the episodes, right? Like, it's like, this is like girl chat. Like, that's just really what it is. Except for I can talk and my guests can talk. You guys just can't respond. Um, you know, but it's still like girl chat, you know, not yet. Um, I have a bigger vision for the future. But today I have the lovely Vernique Esther with me. And I am super duper, super duper excited about this podcast. I have my pen and paper ready. And I'm going to just go ahead and let you know right now. Go ahead and get your pen and paper ready too. You don't want to be trying to stop it and pause it because you're trying to take notes. It's about to get real good up in here right now. So just go ahead and get started. I'm going to introduce Vernique. So Vernique is a Metro Atlanta-based blogger, speaker, and licensed master social worker. She is a fiery, creative, and passionate. She is fiery, creative, and passionate about God and his people. Vernique is the founder and creator of Authentically Wed, which is a platform dedicated to empowering men and women to be their healthiest and most authentic selves as believers and in their intimate relationships. She hopes to use her influence, testimony of divorce, and giftings as a source of freedom and encouragement for all who come into contact with her. Affectionately called Nikki by some, Vernique is a bold and courageous voice for the millennial Christians and lives from a place of transparency. You guys, please help me give a virtual welcome to Vernique. I'm super duper, super duper excited about this one. Hi, Vernique. How are you? Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. No, thank you so much for coming on. And guys, by the way, the Authentically Wed group, I'm inside that group, is lit up in there. So make sure you guys go ahead and join at the end. She'll tell you guys how to become a part of the group. It's super duper fun. It's lit. <laughs> it's transparent. And I just love the atmosphere inside of the group. So with that being said, just, you know, Vernique, so you mentioned that, you know, in your bio, your testimony of the voice, what is your testimony behind that? Yeah, so um, I got married to my high school sweet, or not high school, excuse me, college sweetheart um, back in 2016. And um, a few days after getting married, I started graduate school. Um, to, you know, I went to social work school and through that process was when I launched um, AW and it was originally a platform for um, helping like millennial wives um, just be encouraged and learn that there isn't just one way to wife. That was kind of my perspective on things and, and to not feel pressured 
by what we see on social media on what it looked like to be a good wife, but to be the wife that your family needs. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that was my heart behind it. And it was really just something between me and the Lord. I I felt consumed by my roles as a wife, as, you know, a church leader at the time. We were working at a church plant and a graduate student that, you know, I was like, dang, like, where's me? You know, where I need room for me in my life. And so Mm -hmm. after praying, the Lord kind of gave me the vision for AW and it was just a blog. And I was, you know, I had a little bit of a following online. And then shortly after, um, launching in 2018 or so, um, I ended up, um, in my last semester, really my last like month and a half, two months of grad school. Um, my husband at the time went to, um, he was given a job to work mm-hmm. in Florida. We um, live in Atlanta. I'm, I'm from Atlanta um, for the most part. I'm pretty much a Georgia peach. I've been there most of my life. But yeah. <laughs> um, he was sent to Miami, or excuse me, not Miami, but Tallahassee to work. And within the first like day of him um, leaving, but I found out about two weeks later, he started an affair, um, unfortunately. And so through mm-hmm. that process of just dealing with um, the affair and the lies and, and just understanding what was going on in the background of my marriage, which is just always an interesting thing to mm-hmm. think about, right? Like that you could be involved in a relationship and not really know what's going on in it. Yeah. Um, and it can be scary, right? So it can in, be. in going through that process of dealing with the infidelity and the hurt and the brokenness, um, separation, and then eventually divorce um, within the span of six months, really less mm-hmm. than that, um, it was just a complete whirlwind of experiences and emotions. And, and, you know, I really felt like, you know, well, God, I can't be a voice for this generation. Um, mm. especially in talking about marriage and relationships, like who wants to listen to me? Like I'm divorced. Yeah. Like I failed at the thing that, you know, I'm championing or I'm trying to champion. And so through that whole process, um, the Lord really just revived me first. And then um, just my heart, like what he saw me as in this space of talking about relationships and marriage. And when I tell you, Clarion, that like God can do so much more um, with what we see very little um, future for. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like my my vision was like, I'm not married. So how can I talk about marriage? Can I be a source of hope and inspiration? I Mm -hmm. failed. Right. But God is like, I'm telling you, I can do. I can do exceedingly and abundantly above yeah. all you can ask or think. Are you ready though to mm. move in that direction? Are you open to what I, what I have for you? And I just remember one night um, just crying out to the Lord and like, God, what do I do from here? And he said, if you trust me, if you let go, I will make your ladder greater than your former. And I promise you to this day, um, almost two years later, I have seen the glory of God in places that I have never wow. expected. Like my, my, I literally walk through fire and do not smell like smoke. Um, wow. Yeah. God, God has really just, I don't know, just made something out of what I thought was, was nothing and dead. And so I'm really grateful just for that testimony, right? Like not everybody gets to um, survive what I've had mm-hmm. to survive. Not everybody gets to survive. And this is even for whoever is listening. Everybody, everybody can't survive what you survived, but celebrate the fact that you're still here 
And if you're yeah. still here, there is purpose. There is something that God has for you. Um, there is something that you're supposed to be doing. And so just trusting God in the midst of hurt. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's my story. And now AW is a totally different thing. Um, it did, it actually is different, but it's not right. Like it's just evolved yeah. and it's expanded, um, in ways that I, I honestly could never have imagined. Um, and so, yeah. Wow. Praise God, man. I think that is so good. Something that she said that really stuck out to me. I mean, pretty much God gave you like beauty for ashes. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, man, like, don't be discouraged, ladies. Like, man, wow. So like just enduring all of that and coming out with it and God speaking to you and saying, hey, this is what I want you to do. It doesn't look like you're qualified to do this, but I'm going to use you. I'm going to use this anyway. Just in the midst of all of that, what was your process of healing like? Because so many often is of a time and especially being like a single mom or single mothers, um, um, unfortunately, a lot of us don't end up with our children's fathers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and sometimes it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the grace of God, let's just keep it one. It's, it's a, a great thing, actually. <laughs> I'm speaking to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a great thing because, you know, he has someone else purpose for you. Mm-hmm. So just within that brokenness and just dealing with that and that heartbreak, I mean, I couldn't imagine like just a few weeks later and then you find that out. Like, what was your process of healing like? Yeah, so it was not, and and this is, I think, the, if anybody adheres to this myth, I want to dispel it, but mm-hmm. um, that there's nothing pretty about healing. Mm-hmm. Um, the In order to get to beauty from ashes, right, something has died. Yes. It, it's a Ooh. process to get to that place of beauty. And it, it's honestly like, again, it's the story of the resurrection, right? Like mm-hmm. that got that, 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 that experience of reviving something that is dead, something that is in a state mm-hmm. of ashes has not only died, but it's actually been demolished. And so in that yeah. season, I remember feeling like ashes, right? Feeling like there was nothing else to me. There was nothing else for me um, in this life, uh, but God through you know the things that and I'll you know I'll literally give bullet points and so I guess this Mm -hmm. is I'm a teacher at heart and so if you are taking notes this is um kind of I guess you could say a process right this is not like a perfect formula it's not an A plus B equals C but these are the things that I really believe helped me and I think that they help other people heal and so um those points being one you cannot heal without Jesus like it just, he is, mm-hmm. he is the ultimate healer. And I know that if you are traversing a, a season of relational brokenness or emotional fragility or trauma, um, I know that it may feel like the supernatural is the hardest thing to grasp, but it is the realest thing that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, in the midst of that, I remember feeling kind of confused by God, right? Like, I know that you told mm-hmm. me to marry this man. I followed, I feel yeah. like I followed God down the altar. How did I mm-hmm. end up here? If you knew this mm-hmm. was going to happen to me, God, why did why you did let happen? this happen? Yeah. Right? Like, why, why not? And so, um, even in those questions though, I made it my business to sit at the feet of Jesus because I had nowhere mm-hmm. else to go. I literally mm-hmm. had nowhere else to go. And I knew that if I let it, that situation would have caused me to lose my mind. Yeah. Um, 
be, I really le- legitimately thought that I was, I could go crazy because I didn't understand how somebody that I knew and I loved and I sacrificed so much for, um, for the last seven years, right? This wasn't like somebody I met one day. We had like a shotgun wedding. Like this yeah. was somebody that I had a friendship and a love for beyond, um, what I've ever experienced. And so, mm-hmm. um, I, I made it my business every single day to, to have time of devotion, whether that was prayer whether that was worship, whether that was just sitting at the feet of Jesus and crying, whether that was just journaling about my frustration and where my heart was in that moment. Sometimes I sang the same song over again. It was the only thing that I could grasp at the time. Um, mm-hmm. It's not about knowing all of the things to say, right? But it's about just being there with God, being in a space where you can say, this is where I am, broken pieces in all God. Like, show me me show me what like strengthen me the word says that in in my weakness his strength is made perfect Mm -hmm. the only way that you experience the strength of god um and strength to endure any situation is by putting your weaknesses on the altar of god yes and so that was what that looked like as tired weary upset frustrated whatever emotion i was that day i made sure that i sat at the feet of jesus because if Mm -hmm. nowhere else i knew i could get answers there i knew i could get rest there and peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's first. And then the second thing was um, I had a trusted and still have a trusted community tribe of women, especially that um, supported and loved me during that time. And so not only and I, I think some people will take that and say, like, yeah, she had a supportive community. Um, but I think what you really should hear me saying is I trusted a community to support me. Mm, mm-hmm. um, okay. And, and Big so, difference. exactly, it is mm-hmm. because I think sometimes we go through seasons, right? Especially as Black women, especially yeah. as for those of you guys who are single moms, um, I have not been blessed to be a mom yet. Um, but for those of us who are moms, we have like that superwoman mentality, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes yeah. what that causes us, especially most of most of us are probably the strong friend. And so for those of us who are, it makes it's hard sometimes for us to see that other people are interested in supporting us. Yeah. Yeah. And and so when you have responsibilities and you have all these things, you're thinking about like I need to just be strong and keep it keep it pushing, right? Like I have all these yeah. I have all these right. things. My kids still got to eat. They you know, yeah. this it may affect them emotionally, but it doesn't change their needs as children. Um mm-hmm. I still have bills to pay. I still got to show up to a job. And all right. of that is true. But but the purpose, like we were made to live in community. When you look at the Bible, mm-hmm. when you look at the way um, that Christ structured the church, it was all about interconnectedness, um, interdependence, right? And just having community. And so you, if you have people in your life who love you, and if you are going through emotional trauma or relational issues, or even just warfare in life, right? Like it doesn't yeah. even have to be that. Um, you need to open your mouth and say something. We need to stop waiting on people yes. to see that we are suffering and yes. then get upset because they've allowed us to suffer in silence. People don't yes. know what you don't tell them. Oof. Yeah. And so I had to be honest and say, hey, I am in a season where I, I, um, I'm not well. I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And so this is what I need. And I sent out a group text. My friends can attest to this. And I say this every time I, I talk about this, but I sent out a group text and said, Hey, um, we are filing for divorce and this is what I need. I need you to make sure, ask me every so often that if I ate, I need you mm-hmm. to um, make sure that you, you know, you, that I drink water. 
I have a tendency sometimes to go quiet and to just go missing. And so if you don't hear from me in a couple of days, um, call me, text mm-hmm. me. Um, don't over, don't blow my phone up because then I'll definitely run. But feel free to show up at my house. This person has a key to my house in case you have not heard from me. Like just going through those things yeah. because I knew that in a moment of weakness, I may not have the strength to say it. Right. right. And, yeah. and so having giving people the tools to love me well and then allowing them to do mm. with it what they, what they can. And so I even had one friend who was like, hey, I love you. I'm here for you in the capacity that I can. But I can't I don't know that I can support you in these ways like you may need me to. But I'm still here. And that mm-hmm. allowed me to know, right? Because we like to be offended with people for not showing up. We don't even know what yeah. their capacity is. Right. Yes. Whew. I'm telling you, right? I just and- got convicted by that statement. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what their capacity is, yeah. but we're mad at them because they didn't show up when we needed them. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, giving people the room to choose to be there for you, but you have to arm them with the tools of what you need. And this is where being mm-hmm. self-aware comes in. This is where being self-aware comes in is knowing like, what do I need? What are my tendencies? What are my behaviors? I mean, just, and being able to communicate that with other people. So that's the second point, um, uh, relying on a community. Um, and I think the third thing after that is like, is like deciding to get, um, the help that you need, whatever that means. Right. So we talked Mm -hmm. about having community, right. But those people may not be the same people. Um, who can provide the type of care that I need. So maybe this means I need to get a therapist. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need pastoral care. Um, Things like actual tools um, to move me and and catalyze me um, through this season. And so that's, that's a really important thing. I don't recommend going through a season of relational brokenness. And again, I'm not even just talking about divorce, but just yeah. any major um, relational brokenness, a broken relationship. Um, mm-hmm. I don't recommend going through that without some sort of professional help to help yes, you Lord. process through those things. Like relationships make up a bulk of our lives. None of us were born here without being connected to someone else. You are born into the world immediately connected to someone. Um, and whatever happens after that, you just continue to make different connections. And so you need people who can help you process through those experiences. Um, and then I think the last thing is like choosing to heal, right? Mm. And really it should be before uh, the last thing that I said, but you have to make an intentional choice to heal. Um, I said this uh, in my book, but it may not have been your fault, but healing is your responsibility. Mm. And so, yes, yeah, Ray Ray did blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my mama, you know, was not responsible for me in the way that she should have. My father abandoned me. Yes. But mm-hmm. it is your life and therefore your responsibility to not remain in a state of brokenness or woundedness or even in a state of trauma. Mm-hmm. But that only yeah. happens when we choose function, right? Healthy functioning over dysfunction. Some of us have um, identified ourselves by our wounds. Mm-hmm. and have allowed whatever titles come with that right so like oh well i'm just a straight shooter or yeah. i have anger issues mm-hmm. or i just don't trust people like that but really Ooh. what you're communicating to someone like me is that you have not made the decision to heal what causes you Jesus. to put up barriers between you and other people my god 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. It it takes an intentional choice to not stay in what wounded you, to not stay in a state of brokenness, Um, but masquerading. And I actually posted about this today, like healing versus masking, right? Like Mm -hmm. pretending like you're okay, pretending Mm -hmm. like people can't permeate your boundaries. When in reality, if you were to access real healing, you would understand that it's not about a lot. It's about having real boundaries and not just pretending like, I don't know, not just pushing people away. Right. So not just pushing Mm -hmm. people away, but now being healed enough to where you allow the right people to come close, but you have barriers so that the wrong people don't. Mm. it's a it's a it's a sometimes we protect ourselves from having to do the real work of creating boundaries or in um, guarding our hearts or in cutting people off right Mm -hmm. that we normally may actually like to be around because if we if we're honest sometimes dysfunction is fun yeah 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 it's it's a little bit more entertaining Mm mm-hmm and it provides something to us. All of us do things with a reward in mind. And so whatever it is that our dysfunction provides to us, we have to choose to, to and dedicate and commit ourselves to, to living differently. And so once you're able to decide that you no longer want to live a particular way, then you seek the help and staff your life with people who can actually um, push you into um, a different type of life. Wow. Wow. Man, that was so good. I that was just a mouthful. I got convicted at a couple of statements. I think I convicted myself by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just that statement that you said you don't know the capacity people have and you mm-hmm. get offended with them. When they can't help you, but they don't have that capacity right. to help you. That I'm mind blown. That was just like a mouthful. But one thing that she really said, I mean, everything she said was just really so good. But one thing that I think that we often forget, and you said this, and I just want to reiterate it, community. Yeah. And transparency with God. I mean, ladies, if you can't be transparent with anybody else, you have to be transparent with God. I mean, that's the person, no matter mm-hmm. no matter even how you're feeling, if you are just really pissed, please take that to God and say, you know what, God, I am just really pissed at this, 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 this. But be transparent with him. And that's something that's so important because as single, as single mothers, like she said, we can just kind of bottle everything in and think everything is okay and keep it pushing and moving. And when you try to date or get into a relationship, oh, I'm just closed like that. Oh, I don't trust nobody. So let me see what you were about. But no, sis, like she said, that comes from a deeper wound that you just didn't deal with. Man, this just absolutely man i am just mind blown i mean i really don't even have much nothing else to say (laughs) i mean i mean that was just so good ladies please take these steps i mean really really dig deep i mean even it may be some stuff i'm telling you i remember when i was starting to go through this process i would be like man lord like why am i like this why am i so closed to people who try to get close to me and who really want to love me. 
Mm-mm. you know, and who really have a genuine love for me because even, and that's just not with males, with females too. I was mm-hmm. that type of person who, when I first joined the church or started hanging around the church that I am at now, man, didn't none of them people know what was going on with me. Yeah. Nobody knew. But during those moments, that's when I was struggling the most. Yeah. When you are isolated. I mean, the devil and the enemy loves when you are isolated. Yeah. Because he can really thrive in your isolation, give you all of these thoughts, all of these crazy ideas, make you start, got you doing stuff that you know is just completely out of your character. But I'm telling you, when I started talking to people and I started, you know, talking to my pastors, I mean, things just really shifted. I mean, I'm not saying I didn't go through anything, but things shifted. At least I knew and still do know that I had that. I have that pastoral care. I have my yeah. friends and my church fam- family and my church friends to call and text and say, oh, girl, I'm struggling today. Let me tell you what this Negro did today. But, you know, but at least I can say that. Right. But again, like she said, it's not with everybody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's not with everybody. Get you a few couple. But ladies, listen, I'm telling you, what I was really trying to get to is that really, like she said, that's so important is to really sit at the feet of Jesus and say, Lord, why is my heart so hardened? Why am I like mm-hmm. this? Why do I have an issue trusting people? And I'm telling you, he will start revealing stuff to you that may not even have to deal with you. I mean, just even in my place, when I was asking God that he revealed stuff that happened to me generations ago when I wasn't even, well, I was a thought by God, but I wasn't even a thought by my parents. My parents right. weren't even born. And God started revealing those things to me. So just really. Like she said, really sit at the feet of Jesus, even no matter how you're feeling. I, I know it's easier said than done. I know. Mm-hmm. But even when you're angry, when you're upset, when you're just at this fully broken place because you thought that this relationship was going to work, but it didn't work. I know what it feels like. I absolutely know what it feels like. Listen, even coming from a place of a single mom, I heard God about a man of God. And we were actually engaged. Okay? You hear me, guys? Wow. And that's no more. That's no longer. And I really had to be like, man, God, why? Like, why? Why did this happen to me? I heard God. I know I can hear God now. I know it ain't nothing. I know I hear God. Like, for real. But why did you allow this to happen? Similar to her. So why did you allow this to happen to me? Why? I have a spirit of discernment. Why I didn't pick this up? Why I didn't see these things? But I had to come down and stop blaming myself because there's no condemnation in Christ. But I really had to, like she said, just really sit at the feet of Jesus and be like, you know what? I'm going to be content in whatever season you put me in. What do you want me to do now? What is it that you have for me to do? Why is this? What do I need to work on? So that I can be better for my next relationship. Right. I got what is it? What is it that you want me to do? I don't know. I'm going blind into the next seasons in my life, but what is it that you have for me to do? So I just wanted to share that and I just wanted to bring Vernico in because it was just such a blessing to me. I saw her go live and she was talking about healing and me and my best friend were talking about it and he was like, Man, that was so good. I was like, Man, I know, right? We talked about it for like hours after that. And it was just amazing. Just, I mean, and her heart and I really, her heart for the people and for relationships and to see relationships whole and done God's way is just so beautiful. I was like, man, I really have to get her on to speak to my single mothers because I'm not saying that women don't deal with it. 
Um, because all women do deal with it. But when you have a child and children involved, it's a different level um, of I, I, I can I can attest. It's a different level of brokenness and hurt that mm-hmm. is there because you thought it was going to work with the right father it's a different it's so but man this was so good i just really pray you guys were blessed by this um please play this over and over again as i always say every episode get your girls together y'all get y'all some um snacks have a sleepover y'all <laughs> listen to this talk about it just make it fun you know what i'm saying play it back as many times as you need um man this is really good um very neat so you have a book. Yes. You are <laughs> you are launching or have launched coaching. Can you please tell the women about that and how they can get in contact with you for your services and for your book? Absolutely. Um, so I wrote a book called When Seasons Change, a divorce recovery interactive devotional. And I'm probably just gonna change the name one day to be completely honest and like revamped it, revamp mm-hmm. it because more people who are not divorced have bought my book. And have, mm-hmm. they appreciated it than people who were. And really, it just helps you process through relational trauma and brokenness in general, right? And so yeah. it talks through um, seven seasons that you will have to encounter in order to move through healing. Um, mm. <laughs> excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I have you. really uh, bad allergies. Um, sorry. So, yeah. So it, it's through these seasons and not only is it a devotional right like where we talk through scripture and things like that but it also has um just really direct um just description of what that season looks like so there's one chapter on grief where i talk through the actual grief process then there's journal space and questions for you to think through and then on top of that there is a qr code that gives you access to videos content as you maneuver the book. So you will literally see my face talking to you um, through that particular season. Then you have the devotional with scripture for you to meditate on areas to identify your feelings. Like it's so comprehensive Mm -hmm. and it's absolutely amazing. And I love, I love what the Lord has allowed me to create in that. And so you can get the book at um, www.authenticallywed, that's authentically, W-E-D as in dog, um, dot com slash shop um that's s-h-o-p so authenticallywed.com slash shop you can get the book there you can also access the ebook which has the same information but you know it's just virtual mm-hmm. and you can so like your own journal in order to uh write right through that um i also offer now um transformational uh life coaching and yes! so <laughs> my heart with that is to um help women especially um, maneuver through emotional trauma and brokenness and to access wholeness um, and real healing, real healing, like the type of healing that lasts, right? Because God doesn't do anything um, incomplete. And so we're mm. not healing in order to get revenge bodies. We're not healing in order to um, prove a point to somebody yes. that we can live without them. But my heart is to help you um, heal, partner with you and God to help you heal on a, on a solid like basis um, of, mm-hmm. of healing and real principles of healing by asking you, you know, tough questions and getting in your yeah. business. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> but just really having the conversations that help you to move in a healthier way, thus accessing yeah. wholeness. So that's that's really what I do. And you can book a session with me at www.verniqueester.com. 
Um, so that's V-E-R-N-I-Q-U-E-E-S-T-H-E-R.com. Yes. Or just find me yeah. on Facebook and bombard my inbox like everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I've done it a couple of times. Oh, um, you're fine. <laughs> So, but ladies, I will also put this information inside the description box for you guys to easily um, access it um, without any trouble. Because I don't want the enemy to use that as a delay for you um, in your walk of healing. Um, man, I'm Clarion Brown. You guys can reach out to me um, at Dear Single Mom Podcast on Instagram and also Dear Single Mom Podcast on Facebook if you have a topic. Um, a suggestion, you want to be a guest on the show, please feel free to reach out to me if something bless you also. Or if you just want to talk and just need prayer, please feel free to um, reach out to me. Um, and another thing that I forgot to mention that she said before we close out um, was that she said, get help outside. I am a firm believer in Jesus in therapy. I still do. Yeah. I have a therapist who I can call or email is I'm telling you Jesus in therapy. Don't get into this stigma of black people don't go to therapists. Black people, well that's part of the problem now. Right. Generations Absolutely. ago they didn't believe it. They didn't do it. Now you got people raising people walking in the same generational curses and it's so hurtful and so sad to see because we they believe in this stigma of oh black people don't need a therapist don't don't do that don't do that so really take that to heart and really pray about that and see who you can um also get as a counselor um but with that being said man i really pray that this really blessed you guys um i know it blessed me um it, it really really blessed me um again to just hear about it um again but um bernie do you mind closing us out in a word of prayer Absolutely, I would not mind. Um, oh, excuse me, my, like I said, my allergies. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Lord God, we thank you so much um, for this time to come before you to talk about healing, Lord. Something that we know is so on your mind um, that in your mission you added that by your stripes we are healed. And we know this is not just physical healing, but healing for our souls, God. We thank you um, that before we reach heaven, we can experience heaven on earth in the um, in, in experiencing healing and wholeness um, here, Lord God. We thank you that it is deliverance is the children's bread, Lord God. We have access to it. And so we thank you, Lord, for um, just bringing awareness to our brokenness, bringing awareness to our wounds, not so that we can feel defeated or like we haven't done enough, but so that way we can come to you. So that way we can sit at your feet. So that way you can deal with us. So Lord, we thank you um, for seasons of healing. God, we don't count it as a loss. We don't count it as something to mourn, but we rejoice, Lord God, we rejoice for the opportunity to heal. We rejoice for the fact that we can count um, our, cast our cares on you because you care for us, Lord. You love us too much to leave us broken. So God, we thank you um, for the opportunity to begin healing today. We thank you for the strength to continue to heal for those of us who are in the middle of our healing journeys, Lord God, we thank you for the strength to continue to endure under, um, the refiner's fire so that we can come out as pure gold. We thank you. And we do not despise 
We do not despise seasons of healing, Lord God. We honor you. We thank you. And we ask you to continue to strengthen our weary bones, God. Bring, breathe life into us, Lord. For those of us who have been carrying the weight of emotional and relational trauma, Lord God, I pray that you would meet us right where we are. Send your Holy Spirit as a comforter, Lord God. Send the Holy Spirit as a as one to reveal all truth, Lord God, to us, Lord, and and just allow us to access our latter days, Lord God. So we thank you, we honor you, um, and we just honor what you're doing with your daughters in this season. It is in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Bernique. Again, man, You're God welcome. bless you. I speak a blessing over you. Thank you. Um, increase over your business in Jesus' name. May he surprise you. May he shock you this year. And may he do everything exceedingly abundantly above all you can think, ask, or even imagine in this season. In Jesus' name, man. Thank you Amen. so much. Thank, thank you. you. So much. I really, I really appreciate this time. I love any opportunity to, you know, share my story and to just share like just the message of healing. Whether you book with me or not, whether you join anything I have, my heart yeah. is really for people to heal. Um, I really Amen. just have a vision of of just women, like an army of women who are just healed and whole. Um, Amen. So that, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Thanks for inviting me. And yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you guys so much all right guys that has been a wrap that is another episode of dear single mom make sure you guys share this out share it with somebody um listen to it with somebody and just have fun in jesus it's just you and jesus i appreciate you guys for listening and until next time i'm out peace